This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. I'm your host, Mark David Christensen. Hello, listeners. I hope you're having a great day when you're pushing play on this podcast. Um, uh, normally, I have something like to expound on or try to add to, you know, whatever pop culture or um, cult- just anything culturally that's going on at the top of these podcasts in the most unarticulate way possible. I really don't have anything other than the Black Panther trailer. It's a couple weeks old, but I'm still obsessed with it. I just barely tonight watched it again for the first time on a bigger screen not my phone and man does the that trailer the black panther just the idea that there's a black panther movie coming out really excites me i love the style of it i think their googler is going to do a great job um everything about it it just to me is taking the marvel universe to the next level and also along with wonder woman it's ushering in different lead characters other than just the typical white male, which I can only encourage more. Uh, even though I'm a white male, I'd rather play the side characters. I'd probably be better at them anyway, you know, being a short guy and everything. And then one day I'll be able to write like an indie movie about being short. Whatever. But anyways, if you haven't checked out that Black Panther uh, trailer, do it. Um, hopefully it gets you as excited as I am for the movie to be here. I wish it was here already, but you know what? I'll wait till February. Um, just, you know, God, there's... I'm excited. Ah, blue. I feel like a little kid uh, watching those Marvel trailers, especially this one. Um, hopefully, they'll, you know, Captain Marvel will be shortly coming, and maybe there'll be a Black Widow solo movie, something like that. I love that. Anyways, blah, 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 blah. That, I judge myself way too much when I do these intros. You know, so let's just get to this episode. This is a great episode. I really like um, talking with my two guests. They're two of the funniest guys in comedy. Um, I admire their uh, comedy um, chops. I think watching them improvise, watching them do sketch, they just bring unique takes to everything they do. But on top of that, they're just super intelligent. They just bring great conversation to the table. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I have. Um, Just even re-listening to it for in order to get it ready for you, the listeners. Um, But enjoy with my two guests. Justin Michael and Ryan Rosenberg. All right, I'm here with Justin Michael and Ryan Rosenberg. And we just watched this morning, my fellow Americans. That's yeah. right. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Uh, welcome. Uh, this was a delight to spend the morning with you guys in a movie that I found that the, both of you grew up and enjoyed. Uh-huh. Um, it was a pleasure. I reached out to uh, Justin about this movie. He immediately was like, can Ryan please be part of this? <laughs> I can't be alone talking about my fellow Americans. This was an early bonding movie, like a uh, thing that even that we both loved. I don't think we watched it together till late. No, it didn't happen until later, but I, I, cause I didn't know anybody else who had seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were like the two young comedy dorks who like as 13 year olds saw like a James Garner Jack Lemon movie I think maybe we like cranky old people I think we maybe are Our cranky, cranky old yeah. people <laughs> that was, that's more uh, you know what accurate. blow me prick <laughs> uh, oh, it's coming through I, now I'm getting a better understanding of why yeah. you loved this movie so uh-huh. chief um, but off the bat with that why did you want me to see this movie well there are a lot of good movies. <laughs> but this is a movie that, at least for me, I grew up telling people was the best movie ever made. <laughs> I met, like, one of my, my childhood friends, and he's, like, a, a real film... Like, he's, like, he knows real film. And I feel like he, he introduced me to, like, good movies. What would you categorize as a good movie when you Like, 2001, that? A Space Odyssey okay. is his favorite film. So, like, when I met him, he was like, you got to see this movie. What's your favorite movie? And I was like, 
My Fellow Americans is the funniest movie ever made. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> and so I made him watch it over and over. And I only watched 2001 once because I was like, this is long. Too weird. <laughs> Too weird for me. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I feel like now you're the third person to have ever seen this movie for. <laughs> That's why I wanted right? you to watch it. Yeah. Felt like a fun choice, too. I don't know. I like watching it. It's fun. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I grew up, like, watching movies, not watching films. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I grew up watching, that. like, regular movies yeah. with my mom on the weekends. Like, that's how I got introduced to it. So I think we watched a lot of comedies because, like, that was something we could both enjoy together. Uh, and so this was that for me of like, it's definitely like old people's sense of humor, but the comedy's great. Like there's a lot of good, like one twos and set up punchlines and it's really funny. The pacing of it is really good. I feel like there's almost like a vaudevillian kind of like, bop, 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 bop. Yep. yeah, yep. it's very um, sharp. It's even for a, like an older movie, it's from 96 mm-hmm. and it's still a sharp back yeah. and forth between these two old older actors. Mm-hmm. I expected it to be worse, honestly. Like, I was like, oh, this is a guilty pleasure. I Me too. know this is bad. I know comedy now. And I was like, oh, this is well made. Yeah. This is, like, well directed, well edited. Uh, I mean, it's like, we were talking about it when we were watching it, but it's like, it probably needed a punch-up pass. Yeah. But other than that, I think, like, the action, like, moves forward pretty well. Yeah, I th- I would agree with you on that. I mean, before we get really into into like my impressions of this movie today, I mean, um, going back real quick mm-hmm. to like, I get what you're talking about, like growing up, and I think I, I just didn't see this movie when it came out. Yeah, I don't know what for whatever reason. I don't know why, not. Dave. <laughs> I don't know how how you could you have it. missed it? <laughs> yeah, but with what you said, like growing up, I do consider like I like kind of graduated into being more of a film guy at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't start off that way. It was a lot the same way of seeing just movies. It was yes. Always movies with the family. That was a yeah. thing. We, we just saw every up. movie. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. it. It was like, well, a new movie is out. As entertainment. It was like, what do you want to do on Saturday? Yeah. You yeah. go see a movie. It's yeah. not like an artistic pursuit at that point, I feel like. I think you're you're 100% right. And I think that's just as valid. Like, I prefer that. Like, I think film is great, but I don't want to watch it every day because my life isn't, like, steeped in, like, drama and deep artistic... It's like, no, I like comedy of the world and I don't like watching dumb movies. Yeah, Yeah. I like action movies and, like, stuff that are simple and easy a lot of times. I watch... I mean, ever since Civil War came on Netflix, I've probably watched it... Right, more times than I would want to admit. Denver right. in Civil War, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, funny, yeah, yeah. funny movie. Very funny. funny. I love Ant Man yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Burns really explores that Ant Man character. But I started. I, I'm surprised I didn't see this movie. Yeah, because my big thing coming up, which brought Jack Lemmon really into light as me as a kid before ever seeing The Apartment, which I love him for and stuff in those older films, was going to see in the movie theater with my whole family and another family a friend of the family the, um, oh my gosh I just blanked out on their, their last names they're from Boulder City if anybody listens to this I can't believe I can't think of their last names right now <laughs> if you've uh, ever been to a movie with Dave in Boulder City <laughs> well we weren't in Boulder City they're from their families my throw my mom okay. grew up from and it's okay. her families that we did a lot together when I was growing up was Grumpy Your Old Men the sequel? Mm-hmm. No, gr- just Grumpy Old Men. Oh, okay. Old Men. I think the sequel's still funny. As, like, yeah. Both are good. But Grumpy Old Men was like a movie that all, all my family agreed, this is funny. This it was is, huge, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it was yeah. a very yes. popular movie. Yeah. I remember watching it. My, it was like how my grandpa and I bonded. Yeah. Like, I would go over and sleep over at his house, and we would watch Grumpy Old Men together. Right. Yeah. Right. And it was great because it was like an, a thing for older people, and it did really kind of like... It was like a clean movie, so you could show it to young people, but it was like angry, like it had a bunch of curse words or yeah, something. And a lot it was of like adult humor. All yeah. All adult humor through yeah. it. And it got it's a ton of innuendo, right? Penguin. Yeah. Who plays Danny DeVito? No, the the older oh, Burgess Rich, Meredith. Burgess Meredith, the dad in that. <laughs> what? And he's the well, when he says like the dirtiest lines of the whole thing. And the outtakes they have a great like outtake reel of just him saying dirty shit after dirty shit. It's great. I would love to see it. And me and my family just loved it. Me and my dad, <sighs> um, we would love. We always loved that movie, and that sort of ushered in. I think. I mean, uh, somebody could correct me at any time, but. That sort of ushered in movies with older cast members. Yeah. 
before that, there were some bad ones too, right? Like, wasn't there like Gone Fishing came after yeah, that, Gone uh-huh. Fishing, I which I watched to... because I was like, I liked Grumpy Old Men. Gone yeah. Fishing was uh, Al, um, sorry, Danny Glover and yes. um, Home Alone, Al, uh, Joe Pesci. Right? Joe Pesci. Yeah, sorry, Joe I want to say Al Pacino, but I know that's not right. <laughs> yeah, uh, someone like, died on the making of that movie, Gone really? Fishing. Like, yeah, someone like older man or just like, yeah, an older man passed away of, of old age working on the film. Uh, <laughs> Laughing so hard, <laughs> we're gone fishing. You know that Pesci. They don't. I'm a, by the way, I'm speaking as a ghost. Uh, they don't talk about how funny Joe Pesci is. <laughs> <laughs> he's a goof. He's great. Yeah. I, I mean, we could go off on a Joe Pesci thing. How he oh is boy, he's alone. so funny. Yeah, he's uh, so funny. I love serious funny. actors that can do comedy and vice yeah. versa. But like Dustin Hoffman in Hook, I was just talking about that with someone the other day. Like yep. he's pretty funny as Hook, but it's like. Kind of, uh, he's amazing in it. Like when his hair falls off at the end and he's bald and vulnerable and he's like, give me my dignity. Like he's great in it. Because it's just, I think what you're, I love watching comedic actors that just play that stuff for real. Like the comedy is, like you just said, it's about that character's vulnerability, not trying to go for a joke. And it's a rare thing. I think like a lot of dramatic actors, when they try to be funny or like, don't. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's like yeah. they they're like yeah. sticky or hacky or uncomfortable. Right. Like too much to live up to or and like Dustin Hoffman like Bradley Whitford. I feel like sometimes you, I think oh, of him more as a, a comedian, but I'm like, no, like he's a great serious actor. I, I don't yeah. know like what I would categorize him as. I think he can play anywhere. He's so right. good. And was he on West Wing? Yeah, yeah. That's what I because I was like, that's interesting. Huge. He was. Yeah. In, he's a big part in West Wing, but also this movie being a political kind of charged movie. Mm-hmm. He's like a role. He's kind of the villain in it. He really has that like DC look. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's like yeah. been in a lot of political. He should be on Veep now, right? Yeah, yeah right. He, he should in, totally. Like, he would be a great guest star. Yeah, like a, or a cameo like role. Right. And, uh, I bet you he's Veep. too big for Veep. I bet you they're like because all the like side <laughs> actors are like younger comedian guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. yeah. No, or like even less. I don't know. He's just too famous almost. Yeah. Like because he did West Wing, he kind of can't do Veep. Maybe or yeah. it would just be like a passing joke. Maybe you yeah, do yeah. With the whole cast, he'd be great as a guest. We're pitching right. that right now. Have a pass where they all Veep characters meet the West Wing characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Veep wing, <laughs> the yeah, Veep yeah, yeah. wing. The whole Sheen family comes in. Uh, uh. A real funny, dumb, random anecdote during Grumpy Old Men. It was a dumb time during. My dad never drank when we gr- we grew up. Um, I drink now, but he doesn't either. Just because we come from like a Mormon background, but at this time he was drinking non-alcoholic beer a lot him and his friend and uh that i still cannot think of which is so sad that i can't think of their names right now but um so in the middle of grumpy old men enjoying this movie one of they had snuck in bottles of like sharps or duels one of the two in the middle of the movie like the best time at some point when the movie got quiet like a touching moment or something you just heard this bottle from the top of the movie theater go, oh, it was like boy. that rolling glass oh. got to the bu- rolled all the way without hitting anything until the very bottom like last of the aisles you hear this clink 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 oh really <laughs> uh, me and Jeremy who was uh, a friend of the family like you know hung out so you remember Jeremy yeah. yeah I just cannot think of their last names <laughs> right now I can Jeremy's lucky yeah um, he's a good guy I, he must be uh, I feel really bad that <laughs> I can't remember my brain just not registering but um that was just I always have that memory associated with Grumpy Old Men yeah yeah and yeah. just we watched it even it was the, one of those movies we bought and we kept yeah. watching it at home did you watch a lot of movies like with your parents and with your family did you were you guys like a movie family yes 100% movie family yeah. um, from the get go like yeah. I was watching with movies it wasn't until like they got older and they sort of got a little more conservative that we didn't watch as yeah. much. My mom is like, we. I watched every movie with her and like, yeah. I really love movies and TV and so she kind of like, I guess, picked up on that and would like always take me to movies and my dad is like more into sports. He like doesn't think movies are interesting and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's I totally weird disagree. to me when people are like, I don't like movies. I don't like comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like funny shows. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> they don't have the patience or something for yeah. it. Like the, I don't know. 
my dad always says like if I'm gonna sit sit in one place for two hours, uh, it's got to have defense and someone's got to win. <laughs> like <laughs> like if just there's being plenty a, of movies that have that. yeah so I guess people so. win and yeah really he does like sport, he does like sports movies like he likes like uplifting you know like stories Remember of the Titans and shit like Rudy yeah yep, absolutely yeah 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 Hoosiers is one of his all time oh, favorites. Oh, I've never seen it. I've, oh, you've never seen Hoosiers? Oh my gosh! You want to come back on? <laughs> sure. Yeah, you got to see that movie. It's so good. <laughs> I've never seen Dennis Hopper. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's great. I, uh, another weird thing. I've been over here looking up something. I was gonna look up facts about the movie, but then I got distracted by something with what you said about how like you met a friend that was like, "Oh, you are onto these these artsy kind of like films," and you're like telling him my fel- my fellow Americans is the um, best movie. And I don't know why this popped in my head, but this immediately made me think of, do you guys know who Ian MacKay is? Mm-mm. He's the guy that created Straight Edge. He did these bands called Minor Threat, Embrace, and Fugazi. Just okay. really numb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've he's, heard he's really like So he's sort of like a big DC movement of like punk and hardcore. But he talked, there was an interview back on like a, uh, a, a DVD or something that I have where he talks about growing up, how he could, when, in high school, he wasn't into punk rock at all. Like, the music he, like, created, he would never listen to. His big guy was Ted Nugent. Hmm. And he would fucking talk to them, his friends, like, he was the best person <laughs> ever. He'd have Ted Nugent's albums, and he could, like, laugh at it. And I just think that reminds me of, like, what you're saying. Like, it doesn't matter what the hell you came from. My fellow Americans got you to keep doing comedy. That's why you still do comedy now. Yeah. It's like, don't judge where you come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got you. Yeah, no, I confidently loved this movie (laughs) and wouldn't back down also. (laughs) I was like, no, this is great. Like, you need to see it again. So many funny people in this movie. Yeah, this is a parade of funny white men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Adam Pena. Or or, sorry, Michael Pena. Michael Michael Pena, one of his first roles. I didn't know that. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, Yeah, we got, uh, who do we see? Who else? Who are the smaller roles? Paul Feig. Paul Feig is like a reporter. Uh huh. I mean, Bradley Whitford's in it. Uh-huh. Uh, the dad from Home Alone, yeah. who I think looks like Sean Spicer. That's right. Um, yep. But a better Sean Spicer. Yeah, sure. sure. Know, no offense to dad from Home Alone. Dana Gould, right? Dana Gould. We saw in there. A bunch of people we saw in there. Yeah. yeah. Sandwich Delivery Man. Uh huh. Yeah, there was a bunch. I mean, and there's a couple of I mean, like Dan Aykroyd. There's a couple mm-hmm. actors that were he like, has no jokes in it. Yeah, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. It may be one of Aykroyd's best performances. Yeah, yeah, just playing it straight. Yeah, he just played it completely. Can you believe that Aykroyd plays presidential? Okay, I would never have believed it unless I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. I would. I He's such it. a goof. Yeah, he really is a goof. Mm-hmm. Did you see his? What I thought was a terrible cameo and. The Ghostbusters movie. Oh yeah, it's it weird, right? I forget it. That it's was really rough. Weird. <laughs> I'll tell you, what I it? ain't afraid of no <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> it's like he doesn't even know where the line comes from, even though he was in the original. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like he That's didn't he didn't get what it was when he created it. Almost like <laughs> I don't think it's his fault though. I think every no, sure. one of those cameos was bad. Sure, yes, absolutely, everyone. I think Ernie but his was the worst. Was the only one yeah. that was decent. Because it was yeah. like they it was just a callback. Because it was like a callback to this person we've been hearing about, right? But other than that, you're like, no. Well, like, what can you do? Isn't every cameo in by nature a bad thing? Like, yeah. are they just like like a corny fourth wall break of the movie you're watching? Yes. Like, they're yeah. how, how do you do it good unless you like play a character? And even then, like that Bill something. Murray character was like also bad. It was yeah. bonkers. Yeah. And he died, and then they then no one like brought right. up the fact that that dragon thing. Right. Yeah, that movie was. Wild. I mean, who knows what like the studio note was for that? That movie seems oh, like it must have been so crazy to have to yeah. live up. Oh to. my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. It, they must have had so many hands working on that movie. Like, like you know, like Katie Dimple's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, yeah. There's a lot of really funny stuff in that really movie. Funny. It's just like yeah. yeah, it feels like a lot to do. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. and I think you're right. They probably had a lot of studio. Like, yeah. There's clearly like sequences at the end. You can tell they. Like a dance sequence they fully pulled out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah. this is weird. Yeah, that's funny. So, yeah. Odd, odd, odd. Okay, so this is my first time seeing my fellow Americans. Yeah, how did you feel? I went into this going with no, my only expectation was. Am I going to have to tamper down how much I dislike this movie? Uh-huh. That's my only expectation. I don't think you could have offended us, though. If you hated no, it, right. I wouldn't no, no, be offended. No, 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 but I really no. did, like, it was one of those ones where I'm like, ah, it's probably not going to, like, be good or this. or Like, there's a reason I have never seen this one. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like, good. I actually did like for the other. Like, this is fine. This is a fine movie. Like, yeah. I get it. It's comfort food. It, there, it, it is. is. Yeah, food. yeah, yeah. Just hit it on the head. Like it's well made. And we looked up the director, which is Peter Siegel. He made quite a few. He made Tommy Boy right before yeah. this. He yeah. must have gotten this because yeah. of yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. He must have gotten this huge movie because of Tommy Boy. I mean, I guess probably. <laughs> I think maybe. Or yeah. like they maybe. Or it was, was already slated or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, maybe. One of the two. Easily a get for that. Yeah. They were like, but he right, did we're a bunch of great stuff, Boy right? Guy. Yeah. Yeah. He did Naked Gun 33 and a third. Huge. Before Tommy Boy. Huge. Yeah. The second Nutty Professor. Oh, my God. The second the one is so funny. The Clumps. Oh, my God. Dave, how do you do comedy? And you haven't seen. Seen the well, club? I guess Hoosiers was the other one, so I'm dumb. I grew up with the first one. I loved the first one. Yeah. Hercules! I, I Hercules. made a church group once mad because I brought the Nutty Professor to watch the sleepover at the oh church. Oh, my God. And they turned it off mid and handed <sighs> the VHS to me. <laughs> Amazing. I used to, like, recite that movie to my family. Like, oh, Nutty good. Professor 1 and 2, I was like... I've never seen 2 either. Oh, my gosh. They're great. I've never they're seen both two. great. It's Eddie Murphy back when he was, like, fucking so cool. Yeah, he was... He yeah. was, like, a real superstar. Mm-hmm. He was once on top of the world. It's insane. Mm-hmm. But it's so weird how all that stuff just falls away. Like, which kind of makes me not excited by superstars of the current. It's like, well, you're just the next one. Like, you're just yeah. the next bullshit that, like, the studios need stars to sell movies, so they make movie stars. Yep. But there's no... Those people aren't extra special. It's just like, okay, this is the person who sells the most the most movies. Let's put them in more movies so that they sell more movies. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. eats itself or whatever. So like all those people are like create. It's just kind of what anyway, I think. There, I think right cares? now we're in a weird time too because like I do think there are a couple of like exceptions in that pool. Yeah. yeah. Like. I'll, I'll defend him, man. I love that Tom Cruise. There is something I think special. So do I. I think he right. makes money, but I think it's because he's shown that he can be consistent every time. No, right. he's the most likable, right. consistent movie star, yeah, yeah, even yeah, though yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. lunatic. Yeah, right. outside of the right. movies, he's a lunatic. Oh, I love but I love him on screen every time I've watched yeah. a big movie. I, I, mean, I feel and the same he, way about Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's not bullshit. He's obviously like one of the most captivating people yeah. of all time. It's just like crazy how that like meteoric rise and fall happens. Yeah, I mean, it's going like, to happen to everybody yeah. and then you find either either you disappear and go do something else right. or what you do is I just or you come back like this movie. I mean, you have these older actors like James Garner mm-hmm. and Jack Lemmon who had like were on top of the world at some point in Hollywood Then they sort of fell out during that like not not to say like the, probably the 80s more they sort of disappeared because mm-hmm. I know Jack Lemmon I believe got a, his second Oscar in the 70s for well, yeah. the probably just get tired of it yeah, if, like, if nothing yeah. bad happens you're job. just kind of like if you've had right. a 50 year career or whatever <laughs> great yeah. been doing this this is there's, the business yeah 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 right. it's a business there's right. no fault I have a family and right. people are going to look at you if, you, if you're going to make revenue and my other point was like now additional to just the stars it's like they're not immediately looking at your talent and seeing if we can make money with it. Right. They're looking how you already make money and how they can right. capitalize. Yes, that's right. why you have YouTube right. stars. That's why you have all these right. different avenues online. They're like, we're gonna pluck from this. Totally, that already has a for in our minds a guarantee pull. Right. right. Versus like, oh, what can we build off of this? Mm-hmm. But what do you I think that my fellow Americans of now is there's like old people comedies. Like, isn't there one uh-huh. where it looks like a fake movie? Like they're, they're doing all, one right now with um, like Alan, Arkin. Alan Arkin. Who's that one? Yeah, get, there's uh, like going out, going in style. Yeah, there's like Last Vegas. There's always there's like those. There's always those. It's like it's actors who used to be like young and in their prime, great doing their like. Well, now I'm an old guy, which I think is like also totally valid like because there are old guys out there who used to be awesome and used to be like the king or whatever and now they're like I'm getting too old for this so like there is that that is a true funny thing thing there are 12 year olds seeing that movie (laughs) Las Vegas podcast in years do you remember the movie The Crew it was like um, when was Burt Reynolds and all these people and it's all these (laughs) old mobster guys that end up moving to like Boca and living in a retirement oh home gosh, or yeah, something. It, it, it had Richard Dreyfuss in it. Yeah, it's, it's the same guy one of those from, things. I cannot think. The guy that plays, remember in Royal Tannenbaum's, the guy at the hotel that helps Royal? It's uh, like the elevator operator. I think that guy, that character actor's in it. Uh, yeah, there's just always those movies. Yeah, yeah, what is the one of now? You know I guess what it's I, I want to say, though. Well, you said, I'm, yeah. 
to talk up this movie you guys love so much and actually compare it to these new ones. Yeah. These new ones are constantly just saying, we're old. Look, that's the joke. Right. We're old. I would say that my fellow Americans, the joke is not that they're old. No. The joke is that they're just, they're like old. They're old in the sense of like, we're old presidents. Well, it's a yeah. couple we with presidents to, with action. Yeah. yeah. And they, like, I don't think everyone they jumped out of like that. Presidents like, on the run. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> insane. Yeah. And as much as I like thought it was funny that like and made a comment while watching like these are old guys walk jumping out of a fucking train yeah they, this movie never stopped to say look we're old right we couldn't do that right they right, just right. don't and that i think is what makes this movie work more mm-hmm. than these new ones because these new ones are constantly going look how i'm old i don't understand right. shit or i'm old and i can still fuck right because right, right. why it's funny right and i'm like no there's bigger just right make them no, that's why jack lemon is cheap <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how yeah. cheap I love how cheap oh, he was. So but that was char- that was that that could have been a young character. Yeah. They didn't have to they had nothing to paint on the fact that right. he was an older actor. Right. Yeah, not about being an older actor, just like a retired president. Yeah, right? he has yes. like a sweet moment where he looks in the mirror and he realizes he's old and it's like, oh, that was like a tender moment, not the Punchline, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They really like commit to the premise. It's a pretty like high concept movie, yeah. like which I kind of miss. Like I feel like you don't get super high concept movies that are just regular. Like now, if you get a high concept movie, it also has to be like giant production value. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think you're right. Like um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it's just changed and I don't realize what it is. But it feels like there used to be this like middle class of movie that was like high concept but not a huge budget. Right. You know what this I one, mean? You wouldn't see a movie like this now. Like the big, the, it's like huge budget because it's a superhero action movie, right. sci-fi thing. Right. Or an indie movie. Right. Like exactly. there's no in between. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Those were my favorite kind of movies. I really liked Head of State as a kid. Uh huh. That was another presidential comedy. Uh huh. Who was Head of State? I mean, the joke of that is, what if a black man was president? Yeah. Uh, because it was such a crazy idea. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of stuff like right around, like right before Obama became president. That's like really culturally, like Dave Chappelle has a stand-up special that's before that, and he's talking about it as if it'll just. To him never happen. Like yeah. it's just never gonna happen. If a black dude was president, like you gotta have a Mexican vice president mm-hmm. in case they assassinate you know, and it's just like, oh, and that pre time like it it's crazy how I mean, watching this based on like where we're at now because it was like look at how crazy these guys are they're like they're ripping into each other in public making <laughs> yeah, like yeah. quiet jabs <laughs> yeah. and that's the worst thing that a president or ex-president can do right and now it's like oh god yeah we have far worse on the televised debate one of them called the other one a nasty woman <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. that's the man who's our current yeah yeah it's very crazy it's insane I would take these two over Oh my yeah, god! Oh yeah! Oh my god! I take I take these dead men. <laughs> absolutely, I would. I would. Uh, I would love uh, it. I would. I would absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I would totally say that I liked my fellow American. Good. Ooh, I'm glad. I enjoyed it. I do agree with you. I think it would need a punch up. But I can see like maybe that punch up those after like like at the time when this came out it probably was fun mm-hmm. the comedy hit probably perfectly mm-hmm. a little bit now it's like you can acknowledge like oh, okay this if this just had a little bit more to it well it's just stale because it's what like twenty years old yeah ninety six it did well at the time I don't think no it was I don't like think so either people liked it <laughs> I don't think so either I think it's a tough yeah I, I no. but some of the jokes still hit uh, there are things that make me laugh I'm trying to think of like. I love all the dumb. It was like he was like a parody of Dan Quayle. It felt right. like uh, yes. the Home Alone dad. Yeah, the Home Alone dad being just dumb completely. That killed me and as a the, kid. Yeah, he's like that um, whole facade joke is very funny. It was all a uh-huh. big facade. Hey. Yeah. Like, that's a great dumb joke. I love it. It's so funny. And I like a dumb guy that had that, like revealed to be doing it behind it all. But there's like a dumb. yeah. There's a lot of great callbacks in this movie. Like they say, you know what gives me the red ass a bunch of times, <laughs> yeah. which is very funny. Like a very old person thing to say, yeah. old Republican thing to say. There's a lot of like, can it, Mister? Yeah. Shut your keister. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love all the Americana. Like they go a- across the country on this like run, and they meet all these weird like podunk people, and like yeah, it's like part DC, part like. 
the hills. It's great. And every time you meet them, they are like broad cartoon stereotypes of like rednecks. Yeah. But then there, there is that like sweet moment. That woman, uh, like the family that lives out of their car. I remember that when I saw that, like I was like, oh, this is the sad scene. Like, but I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, absolutely. Like, it, like, it does tug at your heartstrings. Yeah, uh, in, yeah, in a weirdly effective way. And maybe that's just her performance too. Like, she's really good. I think it's a performance, and I think that's the moment where the movie kind of—it's like when a comedy can take take a moment and be like, put in an agenda. Yeah. With but that, like, I would say, did it in a way that like it got through without halting the movie because mm-hmm. the agenda came from their reactions and the way they were treating these people that they were that were willing to help them get to their mm-hmm. goal. So it just became an obstacle in this movie. But then they're like, wait, we can use this. The right. writer was like, great, I'll use this as a point of like both of you, both of your sides, Democrat and Republican, are fucking terrible. Right, they're not perfect. In this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Thanks for reminding yeah. me of that. Right. <laughs> and yeah. it makes you go, oh, I can keep rooting for both these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's because great. they're not. Because if you went too far and had like one be really shitty, and the other one's like, you were being shitty, you'd be like, oh, no, I don't want to watch both. I want to watch yeah. the guy that was like, decent. Yeah. Yeah. This movie does like a weirdly good job of like staying nonpartisan, even though they have like criticisms of, of both. Like the the Democrat is like a never married ladies man and they make fun of him for possibly having STDs because he's had sex with everybody Uh and he's like uber liberal and freewheeling and then the Republican is like a cheap penny pincher who like doesn't care about people and whatever like (laughs) they both say like funny cartoonizations of you know of the party uh, yeah it's great yeah Yeah. completely right and that's I think that's what gives it light Mm -hmm. and you can actually look at it's its strength, and maybe it was criticized for that too. But it's like, huh. I don't think that anybody cares about this movie negatively. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I don't think it. Here. I don't think. I don't imagine it being panned. It said it had like fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something That's like not that. Bad, which just is kind of like flew under which the is radar. just like, yeah, it's fine. But like, I like movies that are just fine. Like, I don't want every movie to be exciting and fake. I want some movies to just be good. Yeah, you not. know, like, yeah. like I want a gradient. I don't want every movie to feel, I don't know, crazy. Yeah, it shouldn't. And I think that's why, like, when people like people that dislike like big Hollywood movies, mm-hmm. they're like they gotta stop making those. And I'm like, what are you right. talking about? Yeah, I have the can't. most fun at a good one of those. I do yeah. too. Absolutely. And you can't have that, and you can't have not have that, and then have your indie or your lower uh-huh. movie. Right. They don't exist without the other two. Right, right, right. You really want to be like every movie you can only go see is like super heavy. Yeah. You're going to soon enough want to be like, can I just have like a cool fucking right. action movie? If every movie <laughs> was an indie movie, the first person to make a blockbuster, you'd be like, whoa, look what you can do with movies. Wow. Like, yeah. like we're just, you're just tired of whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think you brought, I mean, you definitely brought it up off off mic <laughs> uh, but Ryan was talking about like how every part of the movie like every every piece of the movie moves the action forward like yeah. this is a very tight script and I I don't know I don't I've, I've never finished a screenplay <laughs> but yeah. it's one of those things where like you look at it and it's like yeah sure it's not like whatever this isn't like 20th century women right but this is also like doing it's like a perfect like save the cat kind of screenplay uh-huh. uh, in a way that's like yeah it's moving everything forward like all the jokes are for the purpose mm-hmm. of moving the plot forward like they're balancing action and comedy in a way that's like pretty difficult and and it's like yeah. it's good <laughs> yeah, yeah i think so yeah, and like even in moments of like huge exposition that are gearing us up for the chase they move they move along so fast mm-hmm. and so clear mm-hmm. like you know what's going on even you know, even with our characters sort of being out of the loop you're like oh so. and just like a lot of good actors like uh-huh. they act uh-huh. the exposition well like yeah bradley you know? Whitford, that uh-huh. t- bradley. twin wilford brimley wilford brimley yeah i mean our two leads I mean, we've talked about them like i love them they are so good they're even, so good they're so fact, like old-fashioned and classically cool mm-hmm. but like they don't feel out of place. Mm-hmm. Like their performances don't feel dated. They feel just like, yep, those are those guys. Yeah, they don't seem like they are looking down on the movie while they're doing it. I feel no. like you could get guys like that who are like, all right, let's cash in the paycheck. It looks like they're trying. 
Yeah, which is it good. seems like they're having a blast. But not like they're bad like, trying, yeah. They both know the other one's really funny. Like, how excited are you when you get into like an improv scene with a really funny person <laughs> yeah. that you're like, oh, I get to play with this person. Yeah. This is like, the I'm sure it's you. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it's that. Just like, oh my God, I'm Jack Lemmon and I finally get to do a movie with James Garner and yeah. then vice versa. Like, Thank God. Yeah, let's just right. bicker for three months. God. Be great. And they're they're just so sharp. Uh, I so want that's sharp. like for that age to be that sharp. I'll oh. say it now. I want to. I'm putting it out there. I want to be an actor, and this is the kind of movie I want to be in. Yeah, I want to just like be able to play like an old guy who's crotchety and <laughs> and just funny the whole time. I think it's so funny. You want to spin around in a chair, but you're slumped really, really low. <laughs> yeah, I want to do bad sight gags. I want to do it all. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I believe you can be that. Thank I think you, so. Thank you. Thank I you. I really both. do. Um, just so we know, understanding, like, I looked up the ratings real fast. On Tomato, the critic one around. I don't know. <laughs> on Tomato. What you guys can't see is that Dave has an actual rotten tomato. <laughs> yeah. And he's carved into it a percent. Seemingly his own review. <laughs> yeah. My own review. But he's passing tomato. off as. Here's my tomato yeah. rating. Uh, it's insane. But uh, it's 47 critically, but. Audience score is 64. Hey, well, and you know, a lot of people like bad. It. Also on IMDb, it's 6.5 out of 10. I don't okay. think it's that bad. If you round up, that's a 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I mean, it's not... I would say that any old movie... <laughs> is boring compared to what's out now. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, a six... updating it. So they yeah. say something new that's more current yeah. or relevant for the moment. Right. Yeah. I'd say as, a, as, like, a 90s comedy, this is at least an 8. Right? Yeah, it's pretty solid. I don't think it's a 10. It doesn't make me laugh out loud. This isn't, like, my comedy ton. influence, but no. this is, like, ooh, it set the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, like, the kind of... Yeah, I don't know. That's great. I think it's why I like old people in comedies. Yeah, for sure. Uh huh. <laughs> Absolutely. What are, do? You, what are other movies that are like this for you? That are like old people that are maybe not made for you that you really enjoy. I think, I think Grumpy Old Men was good. Was it Golden movie? Girls? Honestly, which is not a movie, but like TV uh-huh. show. I uh, need to watch it. I hear it. it I've been rewatching up. it, and it holds up. The jokes are really funny. Right. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a sitcom that went for a long time, so like some of it is hacky, but the performances are great and. I didn't it was similar to this I was like okay I'm gonna like watch this as comfort food yeah and so many of the jokes are so funny right uh, and Blanche horny golden girl is way funnier to me now mm-hmm. I feel like I like as I rewatch the Simpsons like Marge is funnier to me yeah uh, than she right. ever was because I'm like oh she's like so perfectly like lame or like kept in a box and that's yes. like the funny thing about her yeah, yeah. it's it's purposeful not like Quiet. Yeah. Yeah. I, as a kid, I was like, oh, she's the straight man. No, it's Homer. Like, Homer's oh, hilarious. And then when she gets yeah, her yeah, episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When she's she gets so her highlight episodes, like when she becomes a cop. Yeah. Uh, when she goes out on her own, like on the pretzel business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Those episodes are wonderful. She's the best. Love them. But I guess, yeah, Golden Girls. I don't well, know what other old. One. I'm trying to think old, old, old. Like you just mean like older. I'm trying actors. to think like what movie did I. Yeah, like this is not made or for just, kids or mm-hmm, even yeah. for like young adults probably. It's probably made probably like 35 to 65 or uh-huh. something yeah, like you're that. Right. And like I have an affinity for that stuff because I watched it a lot with my mom, I think. I think she was yeah. like, these are the guys I like or these are the, oh, these yeah. guys are great and then would show it to me. Because mm-hmm. like I was watching kid comedies and she would sort of show me like adult comedy, I think. I'm trying to think of what other ones I could point yeah, to, yeah, though. I, I feel like it was Grumpy Old Man. Like that was yeah, the that was one. It's definitely the one. But yeah, Walter Matthau. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I recently watched an interview with Jack Lemmon. I've just been going back because he's one of my heroes as an actor and like if there's he's one of the three that I would be like if I could just do things like you I'd be so happy Mm -hmm. but I was listening to an interview and it was so funny to listen to him I've never seen this movie but him just sit there and talk about how much he loved doing and he thinks that The Odd Couple 2 is a great movie Mm -hmm. and I've never watched it because I was like I don't know you know what I mean it's after the two grumpy old men and he talks about how they were going to planning on a third or third of Old odd couple, mm-hmm. and I'm like, should I watch it just to see what Jack Lemmon really thought? Like, you should. I kind of do. It's yeah. now on Netflix, so I might just I mean, to watch it. And good like, people are good. Yeah, usually, like, yeah. even, even in, in bad, bad stuff. movies. Yeah, yeah. You're 100 right. Absolutely. But he is absolutely one of my favorites. And this isn't this movie. This isn't exactly answering your question. Mm-hmm. But I still, when I finally watched The Odd Couple about a year or two ago, 
for the first time the original it's so damn funny yeah him and Walter Matthau are so yeah. good mm-hmm. and so like they're back and forth just then it's just like dynamic and like the, it's such an older and like we mentioned how like this movie as well like the film styles definitely changed over the years the 90s way you made a movie is different than the 80s it was driven by score like the music yeah. was yeah. so so much present in every scene yeah, yeah. it's like, weird how like some comedies are like very much directed like I feel like this is very much directed mm-hmm. it's not yes. much about like play with the actors and whatever it's like nope you stand there we're gonna get this line yeah. you stand there like it's shot like a professional movie but it's a comedy like I think in more current times that's like the difference between like super bad and knocked up compared to like you know Evan Almighty right you know is like the, like again it's like more of a big premise where it's like each of these lines is really important because every line moves a scene forward and is sort of a joke because all the jokes are wrapped up in that one premise I wonder you know if we're gonna I mean? look back on like those movies and like like super bad or even like all the you know Judd Apatow stuff and like right. you know Adam McKay's stuff right because you know I've gotten to a point where I'm like all right like stop letting people improvise improv isn't just a movie like uh-huh. you know like it like yeah. kills the cinematic quality I think that of too, it now but I think in hindsight it probably was like a rebellion to the kind of comedies that were being made where probably people were like we see all this funny shit live why can't right. we capture that in a movie like nobody's right. doing that right uh, I feel like there's a balance but like the what we've been seeing lately feels like it just feels when you feel like a line or something is in a movie improvise it feels almost outside of it yeah and it's like I can always tell when it's like the last improvised sting and they kept it it's like eh. and it's like always like sometimes it's great I guess I don't know know. every now and then it like works perfectly but yeah but I think and I'm always like and I'm not a writer I've never uh, or at least I'm a writer but you're illiterate right yeah, I don't, yeah, you're I don't using know a tomato it. as a computer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it works, right? People are listening to us. Hey, at least tomato. it works. <laughs> as far as we know, no. <laughs> We're sitting in front of three socks. You're and holding you're, a tomato. Yeah, you're e- you're eating a computer also, so you like have oh, what oh, you oh, need. It looks new, which is like a waste of money. I buy you're doing one an unboxing and eating your tomato <laughs> computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope the world believes this is all true. Um, you have a very oh, stupid yeah, audience. Okay. I'm I fine so. with it. Keep listening, yeah. stupid audience. <laughs> Dave lost all of his uh, listeners on this one episode about my fellow Americans. <laughs> what the hell was I just saying? I'm before sorry. I sorry. Out for my giant yeah, tomato sorry. computers. Uh, I just forgot what I was. Old movies uh, that we like. Talking about like improvised stuff. Oh, improvised, improvised movies. Stuff. I always feel a little bad, and what I mean by I'm not a writer, like I haven't finished, I haven't, I haven't sold anything, I haven't gotten anything in production or anything like that. But I always go like, someone busted their balls right. to mm-hmm. put, make a script as tight as possible. So when I see that, then then they just bring in funny people mm-hmm. who I believe are as funny as everybody else. But then it's just like now we're improvising lines. I'm like, what? Are you, what? Why can't you mm-hmm. make the line that was written funny sound funny? That's yeah. why when we watch like My Fellow Americans, I don't feel like they're improvised. I feel like it's Jack Lemon knowing right. how to deliver a line in a way that will always, right. when you repeat it, when you come back to it, will be like, that's right. funny. I think a lot of it, because I, I, I agree with wrong. you. I'm just being a little negative towards it all. But. Sure. I agree with you. I get that. But I think also movies have changed in that like this movie is about two presidents and right. they have to say all those lines in that whatever. Knocked up. All those Apatow things are about guys who hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, yeah. So, like, you want them, like, one of the good scenes in the movie is just them hanging out, like, ripping on each other. Right. Yeah. And, like, that is funny, and that's kind of what you signed up to see. Right. is like capturing that because, moment. Yeah, like, now in 2000-whatever, 4 or 10 or whatever year his movie came out that you're watching, like, stoners are a thing. And that's a thing you can make a movie about because there are like cultural references you can make mm-hmm. yeah. and a version of that character you can show and blah, 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 blah. Like if you were to do that in the 90s, it probably would have been like, what, like hippies or something yeah, like that, you know, like been. and maybe you could have done one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And I think that's why it needs to be a balance where like I feel like if you need that scene to feel that right. way, let them rip. Yes. But I, yeah. like when you feel like a scene feels like it's written mm-hmm. and then there's like a weird plug in. that. You're yeah. Like, so here's one. So like this is like a high concept comedy, right? Right. Like I feel like something like this that is really good and modern is like Tropic Thunder. Have mm-hmm. you seen that movie Tropic yeah. Thunder? Yeah. Uh, it's Great. so good and it's so 
genre specific that they every line is about that genre and that whatever and i feel like there's probably not a ton of improvising because like every line is very focused and all the characters are very, very different and have a very function yes. yeah absolutely or something like so, super bad or you probably have a better reference right. but it's like it's just about two people's friendship sure it's about going to party life you can kind of have like here's the here's the body of it here's the gist of it in our script but right. here riff right play because it's not going to deviate right from the actual feel of what we want for the yeah movie. yeah yeah, I don't know. It just depends on it. Are you doing it in the right time or not? Yeah, it depends on the context of what the project is, right? Like, right. If it is a movie that is more about scenes between characters, then let them talk more. And if it's more about like a plot-driven comedy that's like more situational, maybe, yeah. maybe you have to like not do that. But I, mi- I feel like there's not as many of those, and I miss them. Like Tropic Thunder came out was so good to me, yeah. but it didn't. I don't think it like did huge well, and like I whatever. Think sometimes too, we're getting too high concepty. Sometimes maybe because like I tried to watch Zoolander too. Oh sure, and I was like, this is just. Too it's crazy. much. Like it's so outrageous that I'm like, you, I feel like you lost the essence of what was fun about that mm-hmm. weird world, the cross of the two worlds of spies and mm-hmm. high fashion in the first one. In a weird way, this one it's just like it took it so big, right. and again you start throwing in so many cameos and shit. It feels like you're just watching a movie a flop, right? Know? Right. Whereas like what you're saying is like if you can just stay on point, those high premise ones with big plots but are funny, yeah, are great, yeah. And you can really plan them out and then not have to improvise. What are because those kind of, of like, those... what are the other classics like that? Like big high concept yeah, comedies? Yeah, big high concept com- just like that, that have like high, high like story plot points, but they're just mm-hmm. funny along the way. I mean, I don't know classics. I just know that I like this kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. I like Death to Smoochie was another Death one. Death to Smoochie mm-hmm. is one of my all-time favorite yeah. movies Which I loved, mm-hmm. and I feel like it, most people do not like that movie. Yeah. I yeah. will defend that movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but I do own it on DVD. Like, I I loved it at the same time as I loved it. Like, this was, like, the next movie that I liked, similar to My Fellow Americans. That's funny. Uh, It feels like, yeah, it's, like, very plot-driven, very twisty-turny. Yeah. Uh, Good actors, like, a parade of weird good actors. It's the difference between being, like, a movie that is the genre of comedy or comedy that we put into a movie. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, most of that Apatow stuff to me is like comedy that we made into movies like he came from a comedy background not a film background um, I think maybe I'm wrong about that but like like, interviewing comedians and radio and all that shit right like and I feel like you see that a lot with like comedy people that like their stuff is more comedy than film because that's the part they care about right yeah Yeah. they're like this needs this many jokes this (laughs) needs to be this funny and electric to me so I'm going to indulge this improv that will undercut the reality of the movie (laughs) because I'm not a director creating a reality I'm showing people funny real stuff you know it's like a different uh yeah i don't know it's almost like fucking french new wave of american comedy of like they don't really have to be actors let's just get them in a room and let them improvise let's just like them like those ideas are similar to me right like i mean i love that kind of a thing in its own way but i miss the other absolutely absolutely the other two because i'm i want to see more of it because there's a lot of times there's i'm not i've uh, I, I respect Paul Feig, but he as a director sort of bores me mm. because I feel like he just puts the camera in front of funny people and just lets them go versus like as a director, I don't feel your comedic touch mm-hmm. on it. I haven't seen Spy and I heard Spy was really good. I like I Spy. Spy is good. I thought it was okay. I'm not, I wouldn't trash it, but it just was like, there was a lot of times I just, you know, I got, I heard a lot of raves about I, it. Cinematically, I just find him boring. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just find him boring. Mm-hmm. I don't, what I do like about it is I think his writing is great. I think his casting is great, and I think his producing is great. It's just his directing that mm, makes me crazy for some reason. It just feels like, ah, where's yeah. your touch? Where's your like? Did you hey, like why Bridesmaids? You, why does every movie recently have like a fucking? You have a in the middle of the movie like I know we'll have a concert. <laughs> I'm sure. like, what? What are you? What? Yeah. Are you just plugging this into a template you have? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but uh, what do you? You're saying? Uh, did you like Bridesmaids? I thought Bridesmaids was great. Yeah, I actually really loved. Yeah, it. I really yeah, loved Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids to me was a great script. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just think a yeah. wonderful script. Funny, yeah. touching, had everything. I think they move forward, and every yeah, everyone has important yeah lines. It doesn't feel like a ton of just. And I think the direction is a little tighter. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't have a lot of filler in its mm-hmm. direction. It doesn't. It feels like it's deliberate mm-hmm. and it's saying this is what we're trying to hit. Yeah, if anything, yeah. Joke. yeah. I was gonna say if anything, it feels like there are a couple characters in that movie who a lot of their stuff got cut. Yes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, they're like just random people who show up for a second. I feel like he in that movie captured the stuff that I sometimes don't like with the improvisy things. Yes, like mm-hmm. that shitting in a yes. sink scene. Is yeah. so funny. Yes, uh, and I it feels loose, but still reined in, like uh-huh. it's like directed well. Yeah, I think also like having actors that are all such brilliant comedians, yeah. like they're gonna do that scene perfectly because they don't really they need a director maybe, but like they all know how to do that very funny. Yeah. Like that's a big scene of orchestration yeah. that like you're relying on comedic instinct of actors. Like they're running across the room, pushing each other out of the way. Like it's, it's so they're all so yeah, funny. I agree. Uh, when like he, in that movie, she shits in the street, yeah. which is like so broad. Like when has a woman in a wedding dress ever shit in the street in a, in a comedy movie, but like, it's so funny and it doesn't feel like broad or hacky. No, it feels perfect. Like so she just cool. leans Why? on herself and like, you don't see it, but you hear her say that she, yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah. It's very funny. I, yeah, I would revisit that movie and find it it's still funny. It's so good. So yeah. you do like Paul Feig. Oh. The thing is, I think I liked his other space as well. Like, yeah. I just find his movies of recently, mm-hmm. his direction is boring to me. Yeah. Like, that's I hear it. that. I hear that. And, it's I like, maybe and again, that. I say that stuff and always in the fear that he's going to listen to this and he'll fucking... I'm sure he's listening And I'll like, we'll walk into an office and he'll be like, oh, I'll have a chance to audition for him. Hey, somebody, man. Somebody will dig this I up. heard the My Fellow Americans episode <laughs> because I always keep track of anything about any of my bit parts in yeah. movies. But I would love that. He seems <laughs> pretty open. Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cool, thanks. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're criticizing somebody who's like in the top 2% of funniest people yes. working. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Compared yeah. to like... Like, there's so many bad comedies. Like, so Paul, if you're listening, like, hire me. Yeah. Hey, Paul, I, I was just humoring Dave. I was not. <laughs> yeah, I just was going along with it. We're, he's in front of a tomato right now. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. He literally walked away from the recording device. Justin and I are just trying to get out of here not murdered. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not going to happen, guy. Oh, my God. My phone doesn't work. They cut the line. We're going to have to go to my museum. <laughs> Welcome to the music. Are we just going to do an improv set? Yeah, yeah pretty just much. Do an improv okay, cool. set. Well, I, I'm trying to do my fellow Americans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know where we're at, but I think before we wrap it up, I want to ask a question to both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I ask all my guests. This um, podcast is about how I will watch anything once, but I'd like to know: Are there movies or genres or anything that you consume in this way, like movies or television, that you? choose not to watch and if mm. so why mm-hmm. yeah like a genre yeah sure I think I'm very averse to westerns mm. uh, like I, I see them as very boring and I've seen good ones since I, like I feel like it, there was a while where I like just wouldn't watch a western yeah um, and then you know I, I, I in film school saw a couple that, I, that were really good and like I really liked Deadwood and, and stuff like that but it's still like not the thing that I'm going out of my way to see. Like yeah. I have a block to it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. It just seems kind of boring. And there are like, great Western films. For sure. And I can see that boring. It's the pacing. Yeah. Of the I've still never seen 310 to Yuma because I'm like, ah, it's got to be boring, right? And I've heard it's so good. But yeah. I also haven't seen yeah. it. Uh-huh. Either version, I mean, right? Isn't yeah, it a remake? Me. You don't need to see the remake. Okay, good. That's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. And I love Westerns. You're talking about those. I don't like 310 to Yuma. <laughs> okay. Foster's great in it. Uh, Dan uh, Foster? Uh, yeah. He's so good. Dan, Dan Foster. Foster. Yeah, Dan ben Foster, Foster right? Ben Foster. Yeah. He's, what a great actor Ben Foster is. Uh, he's Very crazy. crazy. Yeah. Do you think he's that crazy in real life? Like, do you I, think he's a crazy man or do you think he plays a crazy man? I think he's pretty he's unhinged. He's like, an, un, un, like his own intensity to yeah. natural. If yeah. you're that crazy in a film yeah. consistently, then I think you carry some of that around. Yeah, did you see that new movie of his? Uh, is it Chris Pine and him? And, I didn't. Uh, uh, yeah. Hello, Hi, Hello, Hi, Hello Hi Water. Hello Hot Water. Yeah. I heard it was great. I thought the acting was pretty big and fun to mm-hmm. watch, but the movie I didn't okay. I didn't mm-hmm. I just didn't really care that much about the characters. But the acting is like, guys, go for it. We're out here in the desert. Nobody's here. Let's fucking act. All you got is desert radio. Either we're yeah. gonna have low performances in a desert to watch. Yes. Go big, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's cool. I recommend it. It's good. But that's cool. But I, I can understand why I mean being a big Western fan, there are some that are super boring, but then I'm mm-hmm. a huge fan of old Sergio Leone. 
uh, my dad. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of it's because my dad started showing. I mean, I love the music. Students. I love. It's just oh, like yeah. a weird block. Like I, you know, I'm sure there's like amazing stuff that I just won't watch before mm-hmm. anything else. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I get that. I don't really, I don't really watch uh, many period pieces or horror movies, and those are not the same. Or thing. something that most people say, yeah. And I, I agree with you because I get scared too. I'll watch I horror. buy into the world and I don't like it, or yeah. they, or they become unbelievable, like the setups. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Why is I'll watch it like going? as an event. Like if a bunch of people are going to a theater for a oh, movie, fun. I'll go like for the group experience. But I'll never really watch horror movies like alone or. Just with a friend or something, right? So like, what, when you say period pieces, what, period like, pieces, what, what, I just, what, I just never this? find them that interesting. Like I'm not that interested in like old British stories for some reason. Like, that's what I think. That's what they think normally are. It's, it's like, like that kind of period piece just also yeah. seems impossibly boring to they're me. They're gorgeous and they're beautiful, but it seems like a lot of the people who like those movies like really like costuming and vistas and sunsets and you know and that <laughs> yeah. stuff's great but it's not what gets me you know it's just like I don't yeah. read romance novels it's probably the same I'm a dude like I watch like <laughs> I just watch dude movies like I watch like some artsy stuff but it's mostly just like popcorn movies and comedies right. and action movies and like I love like uh, Olympus Has Fallen and like <laughs> London Has Fallen like they're stupid they're very stupid but they're very fun it's right. like Gerard Butler running around kicking ass for no reason so could we get you to watch Pride and, Be- Pride and Prejudice and Zombies what is that again That what's it's the like zombie a, it's like a I just think they just literally somebody some yeah no when that came out I was like that sounds like the dumbest thing everything you don't want yeah 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 yeah. it was all the shit I don't want I'm like I mean I'm sort of over zombies period but yeah even if it felt like someone who doesn't like either of those genres making a movie to say fuck you to both those genres so maybe I would like like an Urban Outfitters book (laughs) yeah yeah, you're gonna make money from somebody off of this but they probably paid too much (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's a great point feels like an Urban Outfitters book (laughs) yeah so many movies feel like that because they have to have like big budgets and flashy whatever and it's like it's just crap to me it's just like flimsy you're right I don't know. It's a lot of just that simple hook. I'm just like, like Justin and I said at the beginning of this, I think we're just old men who are. Yeah, we're just, we've just ranted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like Uh, this. I wish stuff was just normal still. Uh, Yeah. Why can't we have the stuff that was around when we were coming up that made us happy? Why can't people just tell me a funny story? Just tell me a story. Well, watch that with my fellow American because there's two things they didn't do up, Dave's house. One, the black characters, the, yes. the lack of black characters, There's, and yes. the joke that the gay joke, which I'm going to say, even though we like pointed out that the gay thing was a joke, kind of cool that the gay guy ended up being a hero in the movie. Yes, yeah. but it also was mm-hmm. the joke that a gay guy could, could be a Secret, Secret Service agent. agent. Yeah, but um, I which I don't like that it joke. It wasn't as homophobic as it could have been. Yeah, right. Uh, and like you know, like the racially insensitive stuff was also like at the expense of the white people. But still, this is a movie made for white people. Like yes. that's what yes. it feels right. like, and clearly by white people. You yes. know what I, w- yeah. I would say too, and this uh, we wrap up officially wrap up is that there's something charming about Jack Lemon. In any of those moments, I never felt that he he ever played it like. He played it at the expense of showing that his character's dumb. Yes. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. That's what I love. That, that yeah. he's empowered, like, that's your position. It was just like, you're dumb. Like, well, totally. the and joke of him mixing up a white man with a black man is very funny. Yeah. Just, just, he's like. The he joke is that he doesn't pay attention to the people that work yeah, for him. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. He's, he's black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you're both tall. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, it's like, oh, this is just an asshole who doesn't care about anybody, yes. which, you know. So Mr. Minorities Burns are probably really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Burns yeah that's good. Uh, Jack Lemon is very Mr. Burns. That's very yeah. interesting. He'd be he a good Burns. He could have played a live action Mr. Burns. Yeah, that's funny. Well, well that's it, guys. He never will. He's dead. Calling out somebody that's dead. He's a great man. Uh, well, thank you guys for coming on. And thank you for having you, us, my fellow Americans. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Of course. It was a pleasure. My fellow American. American. Hail to the chief. He's the chief and he needs hailing. Hail to the chief. Now everybody hail like crazy. (laughs) 
If you want more from Justin Michael, you can follow him on Twitter at HeyJustin. Also, check out his great podcast, Batman, the animated podcast at BTASpodcast.com. It is a wonderful podcast, especially if you're a Batman and especially a Batman animated series fan. Um, I was lucky to be a guest on that and talk about an episode, but he has even better guests. And right, it's a wonderful podcast. Check it out. Also, check out the new series, um, which is an Amazon original, Danger and Eggs. Justin Michael actually voices character on that show, and he's a great voice actor. Um, if you couldn't tell from the episode, he has a wonderful voice. Also, check him out on CISO and the UCB show. He um, is a great wonderful comedian very funny man and if you want more from Ryan Rosenberg you can follow him on Twitter at Chosenberg and check out his podcast with the improv team Big Grande called Teacher's Lounge on Earwolf. You're guaranteed to laugh when listening to Big Grande. And if you get a chance, if Big Grande is playing a live sketch show or improv show in the Los Angeles area, definitely take the time, check it out. Him and those guys are some of the funniest people doing comedy today. Thank you for listening, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter. Instagram, and Snapchat at IWWAO. Stay up to date everything um, I'm watching, future episodes, and just my opinion on some of the new trailers and movies that are coming out. Blah, 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 blah. Just follow me on, Inst- on social media. I love it. Follow me. Also, please go to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. That will bring more listeners to the podcast. And heck, if you want to give me um, your feedback on the podcast, just you can go ahead and tweet at me, send me an Instagram message, or email me at IWillWatchAnythingOnce at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from my listeners. So definitely do that. And thank you again for listening. And remember... If you haven't seen it once, you can't complain. <laughs> That's the best outro I could ever ask for. Now watch it. None of it recorded. Yeah, I hope so. We'll have to come back and watch the movie again and then... This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.